Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another podcast of the Gospel Rescue Mission. My name is Greg Conley. I will be the host this morning. Today, I will be interviewing Brian Boteller. He is the Director of Resident Services, and he is going to be giving us all an update on what's going on at the mission with all the fires going around. Thank you for joining us, and let's get into it. So this morning, I am speaking with Brian Boteller here at the Gospel Rescue Mission, and I have a couple questions I want to ask you, Brian. So uh, first of all, what what are we as a Gospel Rescue Mission uh, doing during this time of crisis with all the fires in Southern Oregon, and what are we basically? Yeah, what what, what are we responsible for? Responsible for, and what are we what are we doing and willing to do to help the community? Well, you know, it's a good question, Greg, because it gets asked, you know, perennially, um, and it gets asked multiple times a year. Um, obviously, we're Southern Oregonians; we're used to a forest fire, mm-hmm. uh, probably you know some pretty good forest fires, um, you know, or bad forest fires, I guess. Uh, you know, uh, every fall. It seems like we're, we're, you know, at least every other year we're, we're plagued with uh, a bit of forest fire conditions. And, and that causes air quality to be really bad and, uh, and, and everybody becomes concerned about what, what do we do for the homeless? What do we do for people who maybe are in crisis because their house is burned down? What are we doing in, in all of those, those areas? And it's not just then. We get the same kinds of questions when... Um, if there's flooding, or you know, and it's raining really bad, or or if um, if the weather drops and there's snow on the ground, it seems like every year, whenever there's whenever it gets cold and freezing, I get asked questions about, well, what are you doing uh, to take care of those who are who are out there uh, and in need because of the the cold or, or whatever. So, what's what are you doing when there's a crisis and and I want to. Uh, I kind of try and frame it a couple different ways. One is that we're really not the ministry for uh, for disaster. We're not the we're not the ministry to go to for uh, community disasters, for local disasters, and all those things. It's not that we don't want to help, and and, and sometimes we do do some help. I mean, we can do additional cooking and laundry for other organizations. We can do. Uh, you know, we have, we have some small things that we can do, but really the crisis ministry is the job of things like the Red Cross, mm-hmm. uh, Samaritan's Purse, um, maybe uh, the local churches. That's where the crisis ministry really comes in for natural disasters, for, um, for those perennial things like uh, like bad weather, inclement weather, or uh, things of that nature. Um, the, the mission of the, of the Gospel Rescue Mission is a 365-day-a-year ministry, and our crisis, the, things that, the crisis that we deal with is um, helping people get out of homelessness. And in order for us to do that well, we really have to be... We, we really have to have all of our resources devoted to that all of the time. Uh, we, don't, we don't have the luxury of you know, diverting those resources to other things because I never know from day to day how many people are going to be willing to come out of homelessness and want to enter into our program. And some days 
we don't have anybody check in and other days we might have four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people wanting to check in. And, and because of that, our, our commitment is, is there. It's, it's really, that's where our ministry. So to ask us, what are we doing differently is kind of like asking, um, you know, a, a grocery store or, uh, you know, an attorney's office or, or any other, you know, business in the community or any other, you know, uh, ministry in the community, you know, what are you doing for emergencies? And they might go, well, I'm not really doing anything, you know, particular. Um, and it's kind of an odd question for us, but we get asked, you know, pretty frequently. Mm -hmm. um, we do, we do do some minor things, but they're really related to those things that we already do every day. So we cook every day, you know, we, we do, you know, uh, six to 8,000 hot meals every month, depending on our population and everything. Um, for us to add, you know, another 50 meals onto any, any given night's uh, dinner or lunch or breakfast or whatever, is really not that challenging for us. So, so when, when situations come up where we can do something like that, we're, we're happy to do that and we, we gladly do those things. Mm -hmm. um, but, but when it comes to, um, when it comes to taking in uh, folks, I mean, right now, I mean, we're being faced with some of the worst fire, you know, fires that we've seen in Southern Oregon, in the communities in Southern Oregon, in the uh, 40 years that I've lived in Southern Oregon, I've never yeah. seen, I've never seen uh, any of our communities hit so hard. Mm -hmm. Totally recognize that and, and, and totally, you know, uh, sympathize with and pray for those things. Here's, here's something that we're doing currently. We're working with the uh, Medford Mission, the Medford Gospel Rescue Mission, uh, their women's facility had a very low number of, of women and children in it. And so what we've done is we're absorbing their, their women and children from their program. And their rooms are really structured nicely. They're, they're, they're set up kind of like hotel rooms over there. And uh, they are changing their entire women's facility over to, a, um, to care for displaced people in the Phoenix and talent area mm -hmm. uh, who are who are going to be looking for places to stay need places to take their whole families and stuff and they're equipped for that there um, and and so we're we're helping them do the ministry which is actually closer to Phoenix and talent anyways you yeah. know so we're, we're helping another ministry kind of you know assisting in that end um, and it doesn't really affect us substantially because we can we have the room in our in our population and, and everything in our facilities to, to absorb that pretty pretty comfortably. So those kinds of things we do and we do well. You know what what often we see is organizations kind of over. Uh, you know everybody wants to pitch in. We've just got such a great community. Grants Pass is amazing, and everybody pitches in, and everybody wants to do something. Um, and and of course they think of us because they see us as a help organization, but not recognizing that we're really not an emergency help organization. We're not, and by that I mean we're not a like a disaster relief kind of organization. Um, that's again, that's, that's more of a Samaritan's purse, 
uh, job or a uh, or a Red Cross, you know, and and uh, those kinds of things. A lot of the local churches right now, we've got Edgewater Christian Fellowship really just marvelously stepping up. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, Parkway Christian uh, Christian Center is is doing a great job. Um, and uh, the fairgrounds, the folks at the fairgrounds are, I mean, God bless them. They're just doing such great work out there. And, and so, so really what we really need to do is just direct the attention and the energy over there. Let them do what they do good. And when they need help, they, they do it. Right now they're getting so much that uh, we're kind of try- taking up some of their overflow. So we got 600 pounds at the Rock Food Pantry of fresh produce that couldn't make it to the coast because the roads were cut down or shut down for them to get over to the coast uh, because of the fire. So they just diverted it and came here and said, hey, can you guys take it? And I'm like, yeah, we, could, we can easily take that for you and we can distribute it to our regular people in need you know, every day. And that's what... Excuse me. That's what organizations like the Rock Food Pantry or or the Gospel Rescue Mission. We are a 365 day a year kind of of emergency uh, ministry, and we really will do best if we if we focus on what we do good. Uh, we want to focus on getting people out of homelessness because that that still needs to happen, even when there's forest fires and even when the weather gets inclement and and even when uh, the weather's great and even when everything's going really, really well. Um, those things happen all year round and when we focus on what we do and focus on our strengths, uh, then, then we can allow those other organizations to step up and, and be the strength there and God bless them. You know, we know we've, we've reached out to them. If there's anything we can do, if there's any need that you have, let us know. If it's if it's within our purview, whether it's delivering you know food or um, or you know helping somebody get with clothing or any of that kind of stuff, we're happy to do so. I know our thrift stores, the Gospel Rescue Missions thrift stores, which is the Booth Street thrift store on the corner of uh, Foundry and Booth Street, or the Second Chance thrift store on the corner of Six and J Street. Uh, both of those have already given out a tremendous amount of free uh, clothing and, and you know household items and stuff uh, to those who are in need. And we're already, you know, I know that those are the areas where we'll see uh, some of that um, emergency services kind of picked up. We'll, we'll certainly be able to be there for all of them. But, uh, but that's the extent of it, really. And so when people understand that about us, recognize who we are, recognize who we aren't, um, and, and don't be afraid to you know, tap on those organizations that are doing really good. I think there's a lot of other people that want to jump up and become central hubs and all this stuff. And, and a lot of times what they do is they create more work for those organizations who are just in the middle of doing everything. Because uh, they want to know schedules and times and what are you open, what's changed, what are you doing, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I know COVID, we, we've experienced, both, both organizations that I work for, for the Mission and for the Rock, both were inundated with, with people wanting to know all these up-to-date minutes uh, of what's happening, what's changing. I'd always encourage people, go to our websites, look there. I'll post everything there. I don't have time to chase down everybody who wants new and current information. It disrupts the, the already heavy workload that all of our people have 
in the everyday mundane I'm just feeding people and and housing people and getting them clothed and getting them going that's a full-time job yeah that's what we do at the gospel Commission. so if if for instance we were to reach a level three evacuation here what would the gospel rescue mission uh, be doing as far what is our game plan as far as that well, um, you know, as far as a, I, I don't know that there's anything that we could say as a firm game plan, mm -hmm. um, but if it came to a level three evacuation, uh, we would really probably assess what we have, and uh, it would depend on what what those asking for a asking us to evacuate would have for us as far as a, as far as an escape route. You know, if they said. There is a clear, safe place for everybody in this location. We'd probably we'd probably evacuate. But uh, but in Grants Pass, um, for for fires to ravage this far downtown, uh, where we are in the in the kind of the heart of the community, um, I I gotta think that we would probably turn on every fire every 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 fire suppression tool we have. And we probably just stay here and hunker down. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's hard to say, you know. I mean, it's all situational. Um, we uh, we have a very safe facility. We do have good fire suppression, and um, so uh, we do have we, we do have you know everything is up to date and current here in, in our facilities. Uh, we've got lots of water, you know, all around our facility. We we're right next to a creek. We we also uh, have lots of irrigation and stuff. So, so I think that uh, you know we'd stay here and and uh, wing it. You know, yeah. um, it's it's hard to say. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully, if there was clear emergency, you know, as you know, emergency escape needs. Uh, you know, I'd love to think that we could just load everybody up and, and escape. We'd comply with whatever the law asked us to do. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's all I got for you, Brian. Thank you so much. And uh, <laughs> right. I want to give you an opportunity to close with, uh, do you remember the Bible verse you told me the other day in the meeting, Psalms? So let me share something with you, Greg, that, that I found was really helpful for me in my heart. Um, and uh, it was a reminder because this was read just a couple of days after the attack on uh, September 11th. And I had listened to it as it was recorded on that day. And I just found my heart taking great courage from it. And I want to share it with you and with, with our audience. Um, because it is a, a psalm that really speaks to the the times of trouble, when you're, when you're facing times of trouble. This is Psalm of David, uh, Psalm 27. It says, the, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me and eat up my flesh, my adversaries and my foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war, war rise against me, yet I will be confident. One thing I have asked of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. For He will hide me in the shelter in the day of, of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of His tent, he will lift me high upon a rock. 
And now my head shall be lifted up above all my enemies all around me. And I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry out loud. Be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, seek my face. And my heart says to you, your face, Lord, do I seek. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger. O you who have been my help, cast me not off, forsake me not. O God of my salvation, for my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on the path, on a level path, because of my enemies. Give me not up to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and they breathe out violence. I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong. Let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Amen. Amen. You know, that really uh, is what we need right now. We need, we need to be reminded to wait for the Lord and to take courage. That the Lord hears us when we cry. That the Lord understands our troubles, but that He's not distant and far away. He's not ignoring us. He's paying attention. And that He will save, not just in the sweet by and by, but now in the land of the living. And, uh, and that's really important. So I hope that that's encouraging to, uh, to anybody who would be listening. And um, thanks for taking the time to hear us today. And uh, God bless you. We'll see you next time. Well, that does it for another podcast for the Gospel Rescue Mission here in Grants Pass. If you guys liked what you heard, go ahead and click the like button and the share button. Get us out to all your friends on Facebook. Let the world know what we do here at the Gospel Rescue Mission here in Grants Pass. For more information, please visit our website at www.grantspassmission.org. We thank you all for your support and your donations, and have a blessed day.